Hey, Skate, how you doing? It's Vaughn from 360 Magazine. Vaughn, what's up, brother? How you doing? Appreciate you having me. Hey, yeah, appreciate you coming through. I wanted to talk to you um, because you have such a wonderful avalanche of things going on right now. Sorry about that. I was just adjusting the microphone. Um, yeah, so tell me about this new, this new, wow, you're doing everything I want to do. <laughs> I want to vape too. We got my vape over here. <laughs> you're right, bro. <laughs> we having a real discussion, man. We just chilling. <laughs> oh my God, I knew, I knew you were somebody special when you, when it said Omaha, Nebraska. So tell me about what it was like growing up in Omaha, because everybody that I've met from Omaha, Nebraska has been like on some cool, as you know, cool, you know, status. I don't know what's going on with that place. I mean, I've, I've, I've met a lot of models from Next Models. I'm sure you know that a lot of fashion models have been discovered from Omaha. Um, people like yourself are, are coming from Omaha. Like, what is what is in the water? Are you guys eating corn? Is it like gold? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of corn fields and shit. But you know, Omaha is really like a um, it's a pretty big city. So we we almost got like the same population as Atlanta, which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? But we just don't got like a professional basketball team or football team, so it's it's hard for like you know us to get on the map right now. But we definitely, I definitely have a like really really dope opportunity to build with the city, which is dope. And I try to go back there and, and do a lot of things for for the city and try to get on a radio station and, and just do do a lot of things just to to come up with the city because there ain't there ain't much going on over there. But Nebraska football, and shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, so how do, how do, how, okay, first of all, your name is Skate. So it's not just a stage name, SK8 is your stage name, but Skate is like your, your real, actually born name. How did your parents come up with this name? Nah, so it wasn't, it actually, <laughs> it actually, it actually is not my born name. So my born name oh, it's not. is, so my born name is Nate. Um, Nathan was my born name, and, and Nate, everybody called me Nate. And uh, at the same time, like I started music when I was like 15. Like 14, 15, that's when I was really like like getting into it. And um my mom always had a nickname for me though. Like, you know, she'd be like, skate, come here, like skater, come here. Like, I don't know, it was like Nate, skate. Like that was just a little nickname for me. You know how moms I got their nicknames and shit. And then um I grew out of that. And then um when I went to college, I actually played college basketball for a year at Hastings. And it was like three hours outside of Omaha. And randomly my college coach just started calling me skate. I don't know, I guess, like, the way I was playing on the court, he was like, man, you skate. We calling you skate. I was like, man, that's weird because my mom calls me that shit. And that's, like, the first time I'd actually heard it. And then I was really, like, taking the, – the college that I went to was a performing and art school, so I was still taking, like, music serious and shit, and that's why I kind of chose the college. And um, that's when it kind of stuck. I was like, okay, skate. But I was still going by, like, with my last name, like, Skate Maloli. And then it was S-K-A-T-E, and then I dropped the A-T-E and just put the eight, and that's kind of how it formed in the skate. But, like, yeah, my real name is Nate, but Nate's <laughs> Nate, yeah, you know, whatever you want to call it. Man. You, know, you know, Wikipedia, you know, Wikipedia is the end of all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, they're going to show you some crazy shit. Right. I was, I was like, skate. <laughs> they might say I'm from Alaska, not Nebraska. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. So how did you, so, so man, you have such a great career. Like, you, 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 people don't know who you are, but they're about to know. I mean, you're a Taylor Gang, which is Wiz Khalifa, you know, his whole, his, his crew, his record label. Um, and then on top of that, it's like you have this new, this new album single, all these things going on, Last Day on Earth. 
you know, you, you, you're doing great with downs with the, with the down the, with the streams, uh, downloads, uploads, whatever you want to call it. You're doing it. You've been a phenomenal job. So how did, you, how did this all fall into place? Because I mean, like, also you you opened up for Ray Smyrner, you've opened up for Little Wayne. You know, I mean, those are like, you know, Little Wayne is Little Wayne. That's like the most prolific right. rapper of all time. <laughs> like, come on, like, how do you do that? How do you get that job? <laughs> so yeah, it would have to start. Um, I'll start like back when it was like 15, 14. That's kind of when I really started getting into music because that's when I was like concert going and shit. So. You know, like during high school, I was checking out concerts and shit and people that were coming um, to the city. And that's when I really started to grow like a, a inspiration for that shit. Like I would see them on stage and be like, man, I want to do that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I really want to get into that music shit. So at 14, 15, I started making music. And that's a, a, my sophomore year. I actually went and bought like a whole CD pack um, at Walmart or you're, you know, how you could go to Best Buy and buy like the blank CDs, like right, yeah. right. <laughs> I like 40 of them and, and, uh, and like wrote, sharpied them, like the name of the mixtape and shit and, and downloaded them all in my uh, laptop by myself and took them to school and started just handing them, them things out. And that's kind of how it like first started. And then um, I was still like, I was really focused on basketball too. Cause I really like, I had a dream of going to the NBA too. It was like, it was like NBA or rap career. You know what I'm saying? I had, yeah, right. I had two and that was it. And um, so. So in your, in the basketball career, what, what was your uh, position when you're playing basketball? I played shooting guard. So I, I like okay. to score. Yeah. yeah I like to right, score. Right. And when I went to college, they moved me to point guard. I, was, I guess I was too small, you know, to yeah. play shooting guard. They, you know, I'm only six foot. They got the, they got like six shooting <laughs> guards over there and shit. They, they like we are gonna scoot you over this way to the to the point guard. But now nah, yeah. I went to college and well, so in high school, you know, I was just gaining just little like you know friends here and just people that you know kind of fucked with me like in the um in in the school and outside of the school and and people that knew me from playing basketball knew I rapped too. Um, it's a funny story too. Even like we were playing our rivals and they they must have thought it was like a funny joke, you know, to get to play my music. They started playing my music during the warm-ups. But see, yeah. I'm over there like, nah, this is tight. I'm warming up to my music and shit. Like <laughs> they thought they thought it was they like I was going like it was gonna be a joke, but I was like, man, it's kind of tight. Like I'm gonna just warm up to my music. But they was playing that shit. That shit was funny as hell. <laughs> that was tight they was beating you up and so how did that make you feel inside to know that you know you were getting bigged up like that? Nah, nah, they wasn't even bigging me up. It was like, <laughs> it was, it was a, it, they, they was doing it as like a joke, you know, because it was our rivals. We was playing our rivals, right? Oh. They was like, let's play his music. Let's play his music while he warming up and shit. And I was like, that shit was, that shit was funny to me, man. Like, because I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna just warm up to this shit. <laughs> right, that was dope. But then, right. um, that's dope. Like, then I'm, uh, let's let's see. Um, so boom, that was like around like junior senior year I was still doing music and then I still wanted to pursue my my basketball career and shit so I decided to go play basketball at Hastings which was like it's like two and a half three hours outside of Omaha outside my city so I went there and it was a performing in art school too so I was still able to kind of like stay in tune with like what I was trying to do on that side too because I didn't want to give that love up yeah I had two loves and um that's when, after my freshman year, well, that's when I kind of actually started to get a little bit more traction. Wait, I think it's, hold on, the sound, oh, the sound went off. Can you hear me now? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear okay, me? Okay, there you go. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's when I um like you know when they when they have uh, uh bigger artists come to the college and and other people will open up. So like Big Sean came to the college, Chitty Bang came to the college, and they would always I would always be the guy that they'd be like, yo, you want to open up or uh, you know for the for the guys coming in. So I kind of started to gain a, a lot of traction at the college too um during that year so i was gaining like a lot of people in omaha and then two hours outside i was gaining like people on the west side of of uh, nebraska which was more the um countryside of nebraska so um that's how i kind of gained like a little bit of traction in the city and mm-hmm. then um my freshman year i was like man i just wanted to make a decision i was like i was starting to like grow out of the love of basketball and and really start to love music a lot more so i quit basketball quit college i went home uh back to back back to mama's home and stayed there for um i think it was like 6 7 months and just like worked really hard on my music and started like diving into it and that's when i got a break and linked up with um the homies that actually reached out to me um, so when I went to Westside, which was my first high school, and then I transferred my senior year, but my first high school, um, there were these guys named Jack and Jack, and they were really, really popping on Vine. Like, you know Vine uh, before, right, 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 right. Before, TikTok <laughs> before, before TikTok, you feel me? Right. Um, it was a shit called Vine, and Jack and Jack was one of, like, the, the top creators on that. And they went to my school, they were two years younger, and we didn't really know each other like that, like that, but they knew like me from like passing CDs and doing music and pursuing that shit still. So they was like, they'd hit me up like, yo, let's do a song. So uh, we got into the studio in Omaha, the one studio they have in Omaha, is <laughs> <This> one studio. <laughs> and uh, and we, made a, we made a song and it, and it actually like, this was before streaming and shit, it actually went gold independently and uh that's what kind of kicked off like the career for us like that was really special song for us um and that then right after that they ended up going on like a whole house of blues tour sold it all out and had me open up for it and so that's when i started gaining a lot of traction on social media so the social media started to kick in because i was opening up every time you know going outside and meeting the fans like I, i was the guy that was like opening up like, yo, I'm going to get as many fans as I can, you know what I mean? So I was outside after the tour bus, you know, right outside trying to sign everything I could. And um, that's when I started to gain a lot of social media followers on like the Instagram and the Twitter and shit. And then um, after that, that's when those opportunities you were talking about started coming in, like Ray Schremer. I was just getting calls like Ray Schremer, or they, they would actually be like hitting me up through Instagram, you know, like through Twitter. It was crazy. Wow. So like race training too, right? Yeah, race drumming, and then I got the Lil Wayne. I did two shows with Lil Wayne on um, college shows. Actually, he it was the first time he did wow. LSU. Um, I had opened up for him at LSU, and that was crazy. I did LSU and in, in FSU, Florida State. Um, so those are really cool. I did the Travis Mills. I did like I oh, man, it was the it was endless. Like I just kept like doing shows and trying to stay on the road and gain my fan base. And um, yeah, that's kind of how we then maneuvered into like me trying to like start, I guess I can't get too ahead of myself. Um, I'm trying to like lay it out for you. So then that's when right after that, I gained enough fans to go on my own tour. So I dropped a project called Skaterade. This was in 2016. I dropped a project Mm -hmm. called Skaterade and did my own headlining tour. And I had a couple guys that, you know, 
that were kind of my homies open up. And uh, we did we did some really cool venues, some really cool shit. Like we did the Roxy, we sold that out. We did in Chicago, Reggie's Live sold that out. We did like 500 cap venues and the rest were kind of like 300 caps and shit. But it was a really, really cool tour to see like where my fans were at and and just independently just be on the road was, was, was a really good time. So I did that. Um, and then right after that, I had this like, I don't know, I just sat back and was like, man, I feel like I did so much independently. Like, it's like, it's like when you've been in the gym for so long and you, <laughs> you went through college and did all that, like, I'm supposed to go to the league, right? Or something like, right. you, know what I'm like right. you know, so then. Like, where's my bike at? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, so I was like, man, but I always had like a, um, a goal of starting my own label. I didn't just want to sign to a la- uh, to to a major. I was like, man, I'm gonna start my own imprint and like you know really do that. So I reached um, out to like some people that knew people in the business, and that's how I linked with James McMillan, and he was able to um, actually help me start my my imprint, which is called Alignment Records. And uh, we started that record label about two and a half years ago, almost three years ago now, I think. Um, and, uh, we started that record label together and then we, you know, shopped around, we, we went and did our little, um, pulling up to the, to the, uh, uh, to the labels and being like, what's up, you know, this is what we got, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, we ended up, CDs <laughs> not even now, nah, we, we started the CDs, we, I think we was playing it on the, on our phone, oh, yeah, Right. You know what I'm saying? We just had the CDs, but uh, that was nasty. We, we were just going in there trying to knock some doors down. You know what I mean? Like, yo, this right. is the music we got, and uh, we got our imprint. So um, we just want a partnership, and and that's we ended up partnering with uh, Atlanta Records and doing a joint venture with them. Uh, like shortly after I made my deal, and then I had all that like all that going on. I was like, man, I kind of did a little backwards. I was like, shit, like. I got the label, I got everything, but like, who gonna manage this shit? So at the same time, I had linked with Wiz, you know, just being in Los Angeles, California, you link with so many people that you wouldn't even know. You'd be in the studio and like right next door, you know, 2 chains or, you know what I'm saying? Like you just never know in Los Angeles. So um, I ended up getting a, a, uh, my boy Ricky, I was in the studio with him. He's a producer for Taylor Gang. And he ended up getting a call at like 4 a.m. We had been working all day. And he got a call from Wiz at like four, and he's like, "Yo, Wiz is about to pull up." I'm like, "Like right now? Like four a.m.? Like like right now?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I'm staying." Then like you know, you know where like so boom, Wiz pulls up, and uh, he we he's just listening to music. He's like, "This shit's hard." He's, he puts on a couple beats. The uh, I think they were Sledger beats too, and I was like, "Man, this shit's hard right here." And he was like, "It's hard." And he's like, yeah. "I was like, yeah." And he's like, "All right, going to going to booth." I, I felt like that was like the all right shit like you know I got to get in there and knock this shit out real quick so so I went in there knocked out the hook and he knocked out the verses and that was like our first song that we had made and we just kind of kept in touch um, after that and he kept inviting me back to the studio and at the same time I was trying to find a manager and that's when Will I don't know if you know who Will is he's his manager also and and he's a uh, represents Taylor Gang and. Um, he started coming to to the studio sessions too and kind of asking who I was and shit. and I was like you know I'm I'm taking meetings with managers and stuff and he was like well shit like if you really want to be a part of the Taylor gang like that I was like you know I already got my label and shit but he's like 
I would really like to manage you. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, that'd be that'd be really dope. And that's kind of how I started to form that relationship with Taylor Gang and Wiz and Will. And um, that's kind of like how everything. I'm obviously there's I'm missing a lot of things in between, but I know. But you know, you answered it so much because it's like, yeah, you answered a lot. My only question is, I want to go back a little bit, a little bit more. I want to know. I I, I love the story. The, the, all, you answered so many of my questions, by the way. Thank you. Awesome. And um, a lot of you want to know this information. But how did you like your ear for music? Your knack for music? Did you take Glee Club? Did you? I mean, like. Were you in a music class? Did you like um, instrument? I did show choir for a year, and then I quit because uh, like all the basketball players was making fun of me. They're like, "Why are you? Why are you in show choir? Why are you singing this? <laughs> you over there singing and dancing and shit." I'm like, right, right. Hey man, stop hating the fuck with that shit. <laughs> and, uh, so that's kind of yeah. I did that for a year, but other than that, man, like nah. My mom actually just told me something really really funny, um, because I never knew like why, but. She had hit me because I'm I'm learning the guitar right now, and um oh, and that shit. And uh, she had told me she texted me and she's like, you know, like when you was nine years old, you you tried you we put you in guitar lessons, and the the teacher said your fingers were too small. And I was like, what? Like I remember like I remember playing, and then I remember like not playing, but I I don't remember why I stopped playing, but I remember like playing. And she's like, yeah, teacher said uh. Uh, your fingers were too small and, and you wasn't too happy about it. I was like, yeah, I, I feel like I wouldn't have been too happy as a nine-year-old and teacher telling me my fingers <laughs> play guitar, you know? Right. But that's what kind of turned me away. But um, yeah, now, now, now I'm trying to learn that, that stuff right now. But um, I kind of got that's, away from your question. What was your question, man? No, you know, that's one that I wanted to see, like, what kind of inspiration or what motivated you to even get into the, the business. And you, you kind of hit on it. Just listening to, you know what I'm saying, growing up, just really listening to music. That was always my escape. I would always go home and just, like, especially when I started making music, like, instead of, like, doing homework, I would just be, like, looking up YouTube beats that were popping and shit and just, like, start writing lyrics to them and stuff. And really, did, you know, back in that day, um, that was, like, what, 20, I don't know what that was, 2014, 20, yeah, 2014, 2013, like, those days, you know, you you really were finding artists, like new artists on, like, you'd have to go search them on YouTube or find them on, like, that piff or, you know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah, definitely. It's, like, different know, places sure. where um I really wanted to, like, find the new artists, you know, like, who was the up-and-coming artist, and I was really, like, passionate about that. So that's kind of, like, how I started to get into it. And then how did you segue, um, you know, this, 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 this hip-hop? rap open them shows and now you on this new uh last day on earth it's like this whole rock rap like yeah like, it's kind of like kind of yeah. it's kind of dope growing up growing up i was always like like my dad listened to bob marley that was his favorite artist so like i was always like growing up listening to bob marley or like red hot chili peppers or um and then also my you know my hip-hop inspirations too so I listened to just a bunch of shit. Nirvana, that was like one of my favorite. Yeah, bands. of course. Kurt Cobain. Um, so I listened to a lot of just different types of genres growing up. And I feel that's what like was able to, you know, kind of push me in the direction. But there was a little bit of um, help on that side. So Rook, who is MGK's drummer, he actually um, 
he's a really good friend of mine and we linked out here in LA a couple years ago and we were getting in the studio and, and kind of how the last day on earth project started was we first were like, yo, let's just get in the studio and start recreating a bunch of old like rock songs that we like. So, you know, we were doing like Aerosmith songs, Red Eye Chili Pepper songs, Nirvana songs. We were just remixing everything that we liked. And, we, and that's kind of how it started. And that's kind of how I started finding my, um, you know, my sound in there. Your sound, yeah. Yep. And then, and then we, uh, he, he started just playing some live, live instruments. And, you know, he plays live drums. So he's like super talented right, on, on all uh, sides of the spectrum. And um, he started playing some shit. And <clears throat> I think it was the Pages Melody. And that's kind of the first song that we were like, okay, this is going to be tight. Cause we were like kind of mixing like, the trap shit on the uh in the verses you know the verses are still like yeah got that they got that trap feel but then you know when that hook come in it's like very heavy like you know alternative and, and pop punk so um that was like the first kind of like oh okay like this is kind of the direction and then we started moving from there um we did girl next door we did here right we did uh, Last Day on Earth. I started branching out, working with some other artists like Swaco. He's a really dope uh, new pop punk artist who's uh, really breaking through right now. I worked with him. Uh, we did the uh, F Society song. And um, mm. and it was really cool bringing like, like Wiz into that, that, that feel too. Um, like he really, kind of how that works is like, I'll have my whole album finished and then I'll kind of bring it to him and, and have like a couple, you know, I have verses open. I like to like do it. I like to like do a hook and then a verse and then leave a verse open just in case, you know, especially for certain songs. So I came to him with the with the album and he was like, nah, that one right there, Girl Next Door. That's the that's the one. Yeah, Girl Next Door is one of my favorites for sure. I appreciate that. What was it like work what was it like working with some 41? Man. Because they're like, I mean, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, how much did he pay for that? Because <laughs> really like, that band is sick. That's like, that's like, that's like, all, that's like everybody's all time favorite, bro. <laughs> really? So it's like, it's like, that one was crazy too. So that started by getting on a FaceTime. Um, uh, one of my good friends that works um, at the label, Kamiko, she actually was able to get me on a FaceTime with him. And we just started, like, we first just started just chopping up with Derek, um, I'm talking about, the lead singer. We just started chopping it up, like, on FaceTime, like, yo, what's your inspirations? Like, you know, what'd you grow up listening to? And he, his inspirations were all the same, Nirvana, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, all that shit. So um, that was pretty cool. And we just kind of chopped it up for, like, the first 15 minutes and um, just picked each other's minds and shit. And then we were like, what do you, what do you want to do with things? And then he kind of asked me, like, what are you trying to do? Like, where, where, what do you want to, you know, do with the, with the music? And I kind of gave him the vision and uh, he really enjoyed it. And I sent him like, I sent him like three songs and shooting star was one of those songs. And um, the craziest part about that is the, 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 the hook melody was already finished. Like I was singing the hook already shooting star. And he was like, I want that one right there. And I was like, all right, you want me to like open up like a verse or like a hook so you can like, you know, do your thing. He was like, nah, man, just, I'm going to sing that shooting star. Like I'm going to sing it just the way you sing it and come in right there. And I was like, oh, shit, that's, that's, thank you. It was like, thank that's like, that's like my favorite. That's like one of my favorite songs of yours. I was like, wow. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, bro. Yeah, she yeah, was that's a great. That 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 feels that feels you into the energy, bro. Like that's why I was like, oh, okay, I get him. <laughs> yeah, you can you can hear your sound from that, and and um, like other one, what's the girl next door? Yeah, girl next door. Yeah, girl next door. That's like that's like one of my other. Favorite. I'm sure that's everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah, girl next door is definitely moving the string too. That was a really cool video too. I just shot the video with um with Derek and Sun Forty One in Vegas actually. Uh, like oh wow, ago. so that's getting ready to come out. It's really dope. I was able to get um two actors that are super popping too to like you know set the stage and set the scene for like the actual visual. Um, who mm-hmm. is in uh, is in Phase Clan? I don't know if you know what Phase Clan is. It's like a gaming community and shit. But he's like one of the top guys, so I was able to get him to act in it and get his girlfriend. So it was really cool to like. It's gonna be really sick. Like the performance scenes, like combined with like you know their acting scenes is really dope. It it really sets the stage. So I'm excited to drop that video. It's probably gonna be out in like the next week. That's dope. I'm really, I'm really excited for you because it's like it's so difficult in this industry right now. Everybody sounds the same. Everybody sings songy. It's like you know nursery rhymes, and then sometimes it's like you know an abundance of curse words for no reason. But with your music, it's like you, you, you have like you have a motto, a mantra. It's like you have a hook. Thank you, have you a yeah, <laughs> you, you bring that up too because it's like I'm in, the, I'm in a, I'm in a space too where like. I, I, I haven't even like because somebody asked me a question like who you who you've been listening to like new artists and like it's not even no disrespect to new artists like I just haven't really li- I don't listen to that really no more I listen to like yeah. mad old school shit like I dive in even going back to the temptations like I'll dive in, <laughs> like I'll dive into everything bro if it's old like I want to hear that shit so um, I've been really diving into old school music. I don't even really be listening to a lot of the new school shit. I'll tap in and shit every once in a while. Juice World was a really, really um big inspiration for me too. He was he was super talented, gone too long, rest in peace. But um, yeah, man, like I listen to a lot of old school stuff. So I agree with you on that that shit where everything kind of sounds the same. And I wanted to just strip the music and not just make not just go on beats. Like we really like took the time like went in there started with guitar riffs like you know a lot of these songs started with either an acoustic guitar or electric guitar and we mm-hmm. would just do a riff and I and we just kind of make some melodies to that and then Rook would come in and add the drums the live drums to it later like once it was all finished once we had the live bass I, I got the homie um Dom he's like super super talented on the bass and uh, bass guitar and he came in and he laid the bass guitar to everything and I had a really, really good team around me that um that was yeah, you do. that helped me like bring this album together. So I gotta give props to them for real. What inspired you? What inspired some of the songs on cut on the you know, the Sun 41 song? What inspired some of those songs, the Girl Next Door song? What inspired the overall album? Like what was the motivation behind it? Yeah, I mean the motivation really was like, yo, I wanna create something that is authentic to me. But still, I wanted to, like, have live elements. Like, I was done just being like, yo, I just want to, like, I I didn't want to just rap, like, rap and and do melodies over just beats, you know? I wanted Mm -hmm. to really, like, create something that had all live instruments. You feel me? So, and that was the first time I, excuse me, that was the first time I really um, had live instruments on the whole project. So, it was just cool to, like, really has great yeah really just to have the electric guitar and just like 
yo, just play like, just just play some shit, you know? So we, the, we would start our session just like, man, just start playing, just like getting your groove and, and the, homie, the homie would get in his groove and shit and we would just start grabbing melodies. I'd be like, yeah, that's the one. And we'd load that up, start the melodies and just like from just the guitar and then build, build on that and add the drums, live elements and, and like different things. We would even do different shit, like go into the booth and like do like shit, like, grab like a pot and a pen and just do like a bing bing you know just <laughs> right so from some neptunes for real stuff you already know you can hear it yeah we was just trying a bunch of different shit, man you can hear it. your music is elevated it's so cool because like you said it's like it, 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 it peels off the paper you know what i'm saying it's like it's like it's like a lot of people's music is not as wet as yours i can hear like so much there's so many layers in it when you put that live instrumentation into it you can hear all the musicality, and that's when you can say, "Oh, that's when you hear like, okay, this guy can. This is not your average rapper. This is not." So, do you, do you feel like you get any slack from people like going, "Oh, you're just another up and coming person. You're like another equation." Do you feel like people are kind of like passing you on like that? How do you? How does that make you feel? You always, no matter what, you you could drop anything. You always <laughs> gonna get something. You know what I'm saying? That's how <laughs> The funny part is I was just actually talking to, to the homie about that, which is funny. It's like, you'll get some that'll be like, uh, you'll see the comment, man, like, man, I thought you was, I thought you like, I thought you was doing rap. Da, 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 da. And then like, you'll reply and they'll be like, well, no, nah, man, I love you, bro. Like, you know, I, your music's sick. Like the new shit is your best shit. Like, woo -woo. I'm like, man, fly or what? Like this shit crazy. Bro. Right, yeah. Nah, I really just, I really just enjoyed, like, I really enjoyed making this project. You know what I mean? Like some, uh, some of the last projects that I dropped, like Skate Sounds, not to knock them, but just like, I didn't have as much fun as I did actually creating this. And this was when COVID started. So right. uh, quarantine had just started and it was like two years in the making. And, and I just had a lot of fun because I was able to just like, yo, the world has stopped. But I'm gonna just go in and just like work on my craft like for these two years. So I just took them two. Wait, we lost the sound again. Can I hear you? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I hear you. So, so if you had, if you had any opportunities to collaborate, who would you want to uh, collaborate with? And would you do you feel like you for any other rocker people? I mean, I know I don't want to say this, but you know, Avril Lavigne was on our cover, and I do like you know, Skater Boy. Some of those. <laughs> That'd have been that. Hey, ever wants to get I love and my son, that's like my dog, bro. I know my yeah. I'm, I'm super proud of him, man, because it's finally starting to pay off for him, man. And that's he's killing shit. Avril's killing shit. It's, it's dope to see things come full circle, but yeah, Avril would be super dope. I would love to get her on the track. Um, I would love to get you know the red hot chili peppers. That would, that yeah, would for sure. Blessing in the world would be the red hot chilies. Um, obviously Lil Wayne, huge inspiration. I think he's one of the best rappers to ever touch the stage. Just the influence and the culture that, you know, um, he had. I would love to get Lil Wayne. Just there, there's a lot of people that I would I would definitely like to like like to work with. So now we are we are now that we're wrapping things up and uh I was gonna ask you two quick questions that kind of coincide with one another. One is what else are you aiming to accomplish in your career? And or what's next for skate? Like what, what what's next for Nathan? And I'm, I'm sure you want to sleep at some point. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you in that studio, I can just tell all night long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, what's next for me, man? I want to just stay consistent and keep dropping. I don't want to take so much time in between. 
to, to drop, you know, I've taken, uh, this one took about two years, which, um, was, was a good time. It was a good period of time to actually really find, um, the sound that I wanted to find. And now that I've found it, I'm just like dialing in. I'm just like hitting like every single one that we've been doing after that has been really, really dope. So I'm just trying to just continue to stay consistent and drop a bunch of music and, and just, just for the people to Sound. Got it? You back in? Yeah, get back in. I was just saying, just getting back into, like, when I first started making music and, and getting that feeling of, like, oh, man, like, this is why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Not for other reasons, you know? So I'm trying to dive back into that side of me, and and uh, you can definitely hear that on that, on this new album when I stay on there. And now that you're on your, you're on your, you're definitely on your way to doing some amazing big things. I mean, Wiz Khalifa is no joke. You already know anybody that's getting nominated for Grammys and doing all this amazing, you know, I, and your music is just as good. You know, some of your soundtrack, your, your music is soundtrack to life, so to speak. You can definitely hear that it's going to be. You know, you can see it on. I can hear it like on every little motion picture that's about to pop off. You know what I'm saying? Even I mean, I like to say that because if you're <laughs> saying the same shit like Madden yeah. and movies. And- yeah, like you can hear it. Commercials for cars, and you know, it's just it has it has that kind of that vibe to it, which is kind of cool. Like I said before, it's just so difficult to hear some new music that makes sense. That's just not like you know some, you know whatever that you know the, the nursery rhyme. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to tap into the real me. I didn't want to tell no. I didn't want to tell the story that wasn't me. I didn't want to like do nothing that wasn't me. And then on top of that, you know, tapping into those live instruments, like we said before, that shit takes it, you know, a whole different direction, which is was really dope. Did you have any, uh, who's, uh, I think that's some feedback from somebody's microphone. Who's, um, if you had any words of encouragement for somebody aspiring to get in your shoes or be close to your shoes, because your shoes are hard to feel right now, because it's very difficult for a person to get put on in the industry you already know. So the fact that you fell in organically and then you were able to hold your spot, like what words of encouragement or advice would you offer some other person that's from Reverb Nation, Sonic Biz? You already know, it looks like you work with all those different platforms. Um, what, what words of encouragement would you offer them? Yeah, I would say, I always say is just don't, it sounds cliche, but never give up. You know, if it's something you really, really enjoy and really love doing, I just don't give up. Cause I've been, it's been a lot of ups. It's been a lot of downs, you know, like I'd have been from going on the road, doing a bunch of shows to them not not doing you know no shows for a long time and just kind of like working on the craft and like working on something that was like I didn't really enjoy but I was still doing it so it's just it's a lot of ups and downs especially when you get into the music industry and it's about staying just focused and and not giving up that's what I would say bro just like if you're really fucking with that shit if you really enjoy it and love it just don't give up and your time is gonna come like you're gonna get your break and even like even if you don't like you know like there's there's artists like you know tech nine even like you know there's people that can still make a living doing this music shit you know you don't got to be mainstream you don't got to be like the biggest artist in the world you can still make music and and make money at the same time and and that's what that's what i like wake up and i i'm always grateful and blessed is to be able to just wake up and you know what i'm saying do music you know that's what i love well I'm just so excited for your your this this album. I'm so, I can't wait to see how people are gonna take it all in. But I mean, like you, I mean, you already know you have a lot going on. 
So it's, it was a pleasure speaking to you. And before we go, I just got to know what kind of frames are those? <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. See, I want to take my glasses off right now because, you know. <laughs> now, that is hard, though. I got, you know, I got some cheaters on me, too. So. <laughs> So you gotta put you gotta have your trap, you know, you gotta have your trap shade for Friday, you know what I'm saying? Oh, We're about to go into Easter. <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> is it Easter weekend? I, I don't know. I think it is. I mean, I, I, I can't keep up. The pandemic is like one day rolls to the next. One big day, huh? Is that right? <laughs> like the sound goes up, the sound goes down. Oh well. <laughs> well, bro, it was it was such a pleasure. Yeah, thank you for bringing me on, and I really appreciate talking. Yeah, same here. And we look forward to working with you in the near future. And everybody check out Skate, SK8. You know, Last he has both is out right now featuring Sun 41, Good Charlotte, Wiz Khalifa, Dubs, Rook, Swaco, the Child, man. It's out right now, man. I appreciate you. Hey, we definitely got to do a cover or something, man. What's up? Yeah, you already know. Talk to who we need to talk to, bro. <laughs> we already going to talk to other people. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, get somebody on the call, man. I'm sure, I'm sure that won't be an issue. I'm sure that won't be an issue because the way you think is going in your direction, I'll be like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I really appreciate the energy. You too, thank man. You. you have a wonderful weekend.